Nightlife with Philip Clark on ABC Radio. Joining us for a look this week at uh, films and television, Wendy Ma, uh, film correspondent for News.com. Wendy, good evening and welcome to Nightlife. Hi there. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, the the movie with Kate Blanchett, which is getting big reviews. Tar, T A R, that's in cinemas right now. Uh, also, Brendan Fraser in a movie called The Whale, which is getting good notices as well. And Poker Face, a TV series. Uh, let's let's start with Tar. This one in in uh, cinemas right now. It's it's what well, it stars Kate Blanchett. It's uh, by all accounts something worth considering. Yeah, Tar is a really interesting film. I mean, it's a very long film, like everything else this season. It's very long. It's almost three hours. Uh, It's um, made by Todd Field, and she plays a very renowned, very successful composer. No, sorry, not composer, conductor for, I think, like the Berlin Symphony Orchestra or something. Um, And she is kind of, you know, something of a severe woman a little bit. She is extremely talented, so that sort of self-appreciation does come from a place of authenticity and credibility. But Lydia Tarr, her name, is very much a narcissist. I think, you know, she kind of breezes through her world thinking mostly only about herself. She marginalises her assistance. She doesn't really see other people's talent that much. Um, she sort of neglects her wife and the her, their kids and is just so obsessed with a, you know, just focused on this show that's coming up, this mm-hmm. very important concert. And also there's a few things brewing in the background where uh, some comments taken kind of out of context, but not necessarily out of context, is threatening to get her cancelled, you know, in the cultural sphere. And there is also a lawsuit from a former employee. And so there's a lot going on in her life. And then, but she, you know, kind of really just chases what she wants. I, I saw the characters very much kind of boiled down to her id, like, this is what I want, this is what's going to make me happy and fulfilled in the moment, and this is what I'm going to go for. Mm-hmm. Which is an incredible performance from Kate Blanchett, who is no doubt extremely talented. And Tar is a movie that I was very much like, I like this movie, I can appreciate this movie. It does so many things so well, from like the script to the cinematography and obviously to the performances. But the entire time, I will say, I could not emotionally connect with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a movie that I liked but didn't love. It's a movie that you appreciate but didn't feel particularly passionate about. And I think it does come down to the fact that this character is a narcissist. So she holds you at a distance and I can see like the workings like you know how you do a math problem and you're like, "Oh, I can see how you try to work it out. It's all kind of there." But it's still at the end I just felt like it was very cold and distancing. Mm. All right, this is um, this is a bit from it. T A R. It's called Tar. See, I start the clock. Now, my left hand it shapes, but my right hand, the second hand, marks time and moves it forward. However, unlike a clock, sometimes my second hand stops, which means that time stops. Now, the illusion is that. Like you, I'm responding to the orchestra in real time, making the decision about the right moment to restart the thing or reset it or throw time out the window altogether. The reality is that right from the very beginning, I know precisely what time it is and the exact moment that you and I will arrive at our destination together. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there you have it, the mysteries of conducting. What do conductors do other than just sit up there and wave their baton around? (laughs) 
Well, they, they wave it with great gusto for one thing. Um, but yeah, Kate is very good at it. And it, it, it's a movie that it just, you look at it and you go, yes, it's doing so many things. But I mean, I'm interested to, I'm always interested to hear if other people sort of emotionally connected with it or not, because I have heard a few different responses. Mm. There are other people who are like, I loved it. I couldn't like just stop thinking about it. And other people were like, I also found it really cold and hard to kind of connect with. Um, so it, it's getting a few different reactions. And uh, I would be curious to see what other people yeah. think as well. I'll have a look. All right. What stars for Tar? What do you think? Uh, three and a half, because it is still a very accomplished film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, Brendan Fraser is apparently brilliant in this uh, film called The Whale. It's been, I think it won Khan, did it? It won, it's, well, it's won various things. Uh, anyway, tell us about it. The Whale. It's, called, it's in, yeah. cinema, in cinemas now. I think this movie needed Brendan Fraser to play the title role because Brendan Fraser, even when he was, you know, run, swinging about in the jungle, in George in the Jungle, and running around in the desert in The Mummy, yeah. or um, he just has, for me, this openness to his screen presence. He just feels like someone who is very present and very open. It's, it's almost like he's got no cynicism. And I think that was really necessary for a character that he's playing in The Whale. So it is a character-driven piece. It's, it's quite stagey, almost like it's theatre. He plays a man named Charlie who is morbidly obese. He's got real mobility issues and um, he's at imminent risk of heart failure. His only company really is a friend named Liz. She's also a nurse by profession. Uh, she is the sister of his former dead lover. Um, so they have quite an interesting background and connection together. And um, what he really, really wants though is he wants to make amends with his teenage daughter who hasn't actually had a relationship with for eight years. And she's kind of prickly and feeling all kinds of abandonment issues from when he left their family. Um, but the clock is running out because of his gargantuan health problems. And, um, and so she kind of comes back into his life on the condition that if she spends time with him, she will inherit his estate. And she, he refuses to go to the doctor for urgent medical care because he doesn't want to pay the hundreds of thousands of dollars for medical attention, which he wants to leave to his daughter. And at the same time, this little missionary guy kind of shows up and provokes him in different ways and thinking about his life. The whale itself is it's directed by Darren Aronofsky, who's an American filmmaker who is quite polarizing. I think he's made some provocative films, including Requiem for a Dream and Black Swan and Mother. Usually I'm actually all for Aronofsky. You know, when people are arguing about Aronofsky, I'm like, you know what? I like his movies. I think he's bold. He does interesting things. He asks interesting, interesting questions. But I'm really not sure about The Whale because he is, on the one hand, asking you to consider the humanity of a person who is morbidly obese, who society judges in a certain way. But mm. he doesn't in a way that is quite... It, it, it's almost like a... I mean, I'm sure he, they were acting in good faith, but it almost felt like a bad faith provocation because he would uh, depict Charlie kind of, you know, inhaling two submarine sandwiches with barely any sort of like chewing. Um, he would, you know, be sweaty. And so he would stage these acts that he's daring us to find kind of disgusting. But then if you have that reaction, you're the, as an audience, you're also judged for it. But at the same time, so you've got this interesting conundrum where like, I don't really like the movie. I'm not, I, I can see what 
the intention might have been, but the execution is so over the top. But at the same time, you've got this performance from uh, from Brendan Fraser, which of course he worked with um, Aronofsky to create, which is so empathetic and compassionate and full of humanity. And so you've got this contradictory things going on in this movie that I was like, I don't think the movie works anywhere near as well as the performance does. Mm. So, I mean, but Brendan Fraser could be winning an Oscar for this. Yes. And I would have no beef with that. <laughs> Some people say, yes, it was adapted, as you you, you um, rightly point out. It was adapted from a play, wasn't it? So, therefore, it, it has that theatrical quality, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, so because it all takes place within the his apartment in his two bedroom apartment because Charlie can't really move. Yeah. The he's so obese fi- that he can't really leave the apartment. Can yeah, he? he can't leave the apartment. Um, he barely moves from the couch. He needs a walker. He needs all these kinds of different contraptions in his home. Um, so it does feel like it is quite static because you are within his perspective. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. All right, this is a little from it. It's called The Whale. You haven't seen her since she was eight years old and you're going to reconnect with her? Sorry. I don't like this. This isn't a good idea. I'm sorry. You say you're sorry one more time. I will shove a knife right into you. I swear to God. Go ahead. What's it going to do? My internal organs are two feet in at least. (laughs) Why do you suddenly need to see her so bad? Why now? Yes. that she's forgotten what an amazing person she is. I need to know that she's going to have a decent life where she cares about people and that she's going to be okay. I need to know that I have done one thing right with my life. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be picking George of the Jungle to be playing a really dramatic role like this, but you say yeah. he's, you reckon he's okay. Yeah. I think he's really great in it and I think he does bring with him his kind of own life experiences over the past few years because Brendan Fraser was very much kind of a, a matinee idol and then his career went on the backslide because he um he accused a member of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association or actually the president I think at the time of sexual assault. Uh, he said he was blacklisted after that. Um he had some back, some like long-standing injuries from doing stunts on Journey of the Center to the Journey to the Center of the Earth, which meant he couldn't do a lot of those sorts of big tentpole movies. And so he's really only been in, um, you know, kind of more second-tier films. He's done some supporting roles in television shows, and I think that kind of scrappiness to to get back to uh, the part, of, you know, of an, an aspect of his career where he feels more fulfilled brings with, I think he brings that to a character of somebody who, mm. you know, once had something and is has that desire to get it back. Yeah, interesting. Right, stars for it, The Whale? Uh, I didn't love the movie, so it's, it's a two and a half, and that is pretty much almost all Brendan Fraser's and Chon, um, Hon Chow's performances. Okay. All right, have a look if, yeah, you'll probably have a look because, as I say, a lot of people are suggesting that he might win, on, he might win an Oscar for it. Now to uh, some television, Poker Face, an American TV murder series. Yes, this one is on Stan and uh, it is created by Ryan Johnson, who is an American filmmaker who made the Knives Out and Glass Onion murder mysteries. Um, but this is actually quite different to that because those are whodunits and this is a we know who did it, it's how they get caught. Uh, Ryan Johnson, he's a big fan of murder mysteries and he's 
quite adamant that he's not out to reinvent the genre. He doesn't want to throw everything out and do something completely new and fresh and dazzling. He wants to take what works in a genre and just cut really make it good. And I think Poker Face is so delightful because it is uh, inspired by shows like Columbo and Murder, She Wrote, where you've got this central character of the detective and you've got a week-to-week mystery. So there is a little bit of an arc that goes over the season, but otherwise these episodes actually work on their own. I really miss that format of where you could just tune in to an episode or something mm-hmm. and it resolves itself in like 40 to 60 minutes and you come back next week and you don't have to remember where everything is at. You get a whole new thing. Um, but the, the stick here is Natasha Leone's character is uh, she's like a human lie detector, really. She can always tell when somebody is lying. They don't really explain how this gift works, just that that's how it works. And she's kind of on the run. So that lets her travel from place to place and embed herself in these different communities and these different scenarios. And every episode actually starts without her. It starts out with the, the murderers and the victims. And so you spend about 15 to 20 minutes seeing how the crime goes down. And then it's revealed how she somehow involved in this particular case and it's all about watching them people squirm and trying to get away with things and then her finally catching them it's really really fun and because natasha leone who has been in american pie and but i'm a cheerleader and more recently russian doll she's just got such a great presence because she's got this gravelly voice and this kind of really droll presence but She's also, like Brendan Fraser, somebody who seems really open and kind of just likes being there. It just seems like everyone is having fun, which makes you want to have fun with it. Very good. All right. Stars for Poker Face? uh, Four out of five. I really like Poker Face. Four out of five. Okay. Right, there we are. Tar in cinemas, three and a half stars. Nettie of the Whale with Brendan Fraser, two and a half. But mind you, Brendan Fraser is said to be great. And uh, Poker Face on Stan, the streaming service. Wen Lee, terrific to talk as always. As always. Thank you. You've been listening to a Nightlife podcast. For more great conversations about the issues that impact you, as well as features on travel and food, head to the Nightlife webpage. You'll find it at abc.net.au slash nightlife. You don't need to be a night owl to enjoy the nightlife.